Carolina, win total of six, over minus 120, under plus 100. Ken, a couple more schools for us to do here. Uh, why don't you pull the next one for us, please? Uh, well, we did, uh, we finished Missouri going into the break. I don't think we did the full analysis on Missouri, right? Oh, my, my mistake. Yes, Missouri, please. Uh, win total of six. Yes. Yeah, so it just, and it's, I, I don't blame you for confusing the two because they uh, are lined identically. They're both like, a lot of places are six and a half juiced way under, some places are six. So it's like they're actually kind of weird, similar schools this year in terms of how they're projected. Uh, my raw projection for Missouri is like pretty uninspiring and really close to the market, 6.2. Um, schedule does have like some realistic flexibility that so, usually Missouri's schedule does not have. Um, usually they're projected to be worse than this. Um, you know, for what it's worth, uh, they had, I think their offensive coordinator is the guy from Fresno State who, uh, you know, he and Hayner scored like a billion points last year, had a million yards. So there's like kind of some excitement about that. There's a returning quarterback. So returning quarterback plus that new coordinator could cause them to pop and go over the number. Um, but in terms of like how Missouri is frequently rated in win total markets and how they frequently perform, six, six and a half is like a pretty ideal number for them um, going back years and years and years. Obviously, the, the two-year Gary Pinkle run of like, they win every single game, not usually how Missouri works. Um, so I, I think this is kind of like right on the money for how this school is usually rated. Uh, people are like pushing Jake Hayner to be like the primary backup in New Orleans and maybe like starting yeah. at some point this year if a car falters. People love Jake maybe it's like a Maybe it's like a Nathaniel Hackett thing where like Rogers got him a bunch of jobs. Maybe, uh, maybe Hayner got this guy a job at, at Missouri. We'll see how good he is. We will see. All right, so that is Missouri. Ken, two more schools to hit in the SEC. Uh, let's, let's pull the, uh, let's pull it, please. <laughs> Yeah, we have, uh, what, Tennessee and A&M, I think, are the two we have right. left, something like that. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, I have a piece of paper. It is Tennessee. All right, Tennessee, win total of nine, two slightly to the under, uh, minus 115 over minus 105. Obviously a school that, like, wildly overachieved last year, but uh, the starting quarterback is now on the Detroit Lions, and the Bolitnikoff Award winner wide receiver is on my New York football giants. Uh, as I bring the schedule up. Let's see this year. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, September 2nd, Tennessee will host Virginia in its opener. It's a, it's a neutral again. Sorry to keep doing that to you. <laughs> That's um, okay. As I said, neutral on this one. There's a look ahead market for the game. Virginia is supposed to be really bad this year. You're going to hear this number. It's like, whoa. Uh, look ahead markets, Tennessee by 28. I am very close to that because I think Virginia is brutal. So I'm like, I'm like 27. Uh, September 9th, Tennessee against Austin P. Yeah, we're going to call that a win. It's a beep, beep, beep. That's what we're going to call that. Uh, September 16th, Tennessee hashtag renews pleasantries uh, with Florida at the Swamp. Yeah, so already said this uh, with Florida. Look ahead market for the game is Tennessee by seven and a half on the road. I am less and like Florida in the game. The only thing about when to bet this game that's pretty interesting very quickly is, okay, so listen to that. Tennessee is going to have beaten Virginia by 900 points with Milton, and they're going to beat an FCS team. Like, Milton might actually have, like, 75 touchdowns by the time they play Florida. They're going to have won 100 to nothing twice. So, like, even though I like Florida in the game, this is what I go back and forth on. There's no way Tennessee doesn't come into that game, like, with market loving them. Meanwhile, Florida has to play Utah before the game, and that's a terrible setup. And if Utah has a competent quarterback that plays, then Utah probably wins. So it's almost like, okay, I like Florida and my number's less, 
can I get even better the week of the game? Think about how both teams will be viewed coming into that game. Florida will have a loss already. Tennessee will be 2-0 and outscoring opponents 900 to nothing. Um, and you wouldn't have learned anything about Tennessee. Like Virginia and Austin P. Like, I, you're going to learn nothing until the Florida game. Maybe the maybe the play is, wait, market will like Tennessee in the game. The number will get bet up. And Florida would be the bet in that situation. So this is why I go back and forth on, like, how much to bet before the year and how much to bet the week of the game. Just it's very likely people will like Tennessee going into that game. Uh, September 23rd, uh, Tennessee will host uh, the University of Texas San Antonio, the Roadrunners, right? Yep. Uh, Tennessee by a little more than three touchdowns, my number. September 30th, Tennessee hosts South Carolina. Look ahead market is 13. I'm almost exactly the same. Uh, Tennessee idle on October 7th, leading into a home date against Texas A&M. We'll talk about the Aggies in a little bit. Yeah, it's just uh, they're the next team, and this is a really interesting game. Uh, Tennessee will be favored. I make them a touchdown. Man, when we get to that game, if AM's ever good, I, I don't think that would hold it a touchdown. But for now, I'll say Tennessee by a touchdown. Um, October 21st, you know, Nick Saban and Bama are going to be looking for revenge after Tennessee beat them last year on like a walk-off, like 90-yard field goal, one of the best games of the regular season. Tennessee at Bama in Tuscaloosa. Yeah, interesting, right? Uh, we remember both those games so finally last year, and like I think the market considers Tennessee live now in this rivalry against both teams. Right? We could call it a rivalry, I guess, but um, just because they beat Alabama and like, the Georgia market was interesting last year. The game wasn't interesting. So part of Tennessee's win projection is that these games in the betting market are like in play for Tennessee, which I think is actually insane, but that's okay. Uh, look ahead market for this is Bama by nine and a half. I am 12 and a half. October 28th, Tennessee visits Kentucky. Uh, likely to be a toss up, uh, maybe Tennessee by a touchdown when we get there. Uh, my projection is a little less than a touchdown, but again, I'm down on Tennessee. November 4th, I'd love to see this game in college hoops. Uh, Tennessee hosting UConn. Yeah, you're not going to like it in, in football. Uh, Tennessee by 38. Oh, my God. <laughs> Is Jim Morris still coaching UConn? I actually don't know. It's funny you bring that up. I've done, like, no group of five work so far, short of, like, coming up with a rating for each team. I actually have no idea who, like, any group of five coaches. He is. Like, he's, like, he he coached, he coached the Falcons to the NFC Championship game. Yeah. This guy can't get UConn better than being 38 against Tennessee. Maybe my number's off. I don't know. <laughs> I'm guessing it's, I'm gonna guess it's probably not. Uh, November 11th, uh, Tennessee at Mizzou. Um, Tennessee by a little more than a touchdown. November 18th, interesting point spread coming up here. Tennessee hosting Georgia. Yeah, with the Georgia analysis, we talked about this, and I think you were even surprised with the look-ahead market. Uh, again, Tennessee hosting the game, which is what you'll hear the projection, and that's why. Uh, so home field advantage, obviously, prominently involved. Look-ahead is Georgia by seven and a half. Um, <laughs> I just, like, I people know, I think, that listen to the show, I bet the under on Like, really? 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 Seven and a half? Okay. Uh, sure, for now. Okay. Ten. <laughs> See, it's the regular season finale, November 25th, a home against Vandy. Yeah, a monster point spread, more than three touchdowns. And uh, that takes us to the end of Tennessee's regular season. Win total of nine, juiced under. Any bets to be made here, Ken, on the Tennessee Volunteers? Yeah, I mean, I, we've done this in Lochmas, the previous segments. I really like the under on Tennessee. The question is, like, do other people like the over a lot? 
sort of like with Florida State or with a team like Texas, teams that are like getting a lot of love right now, Penn State would be another one, where if you do like the under, is it worth it to wait? If you waited on Florida State, like the prominent domestic sports book is dealing you 10 right now, that's way better than nine and a half. So it's like, okay, can I get nine and a half on Tennessee? Is that possible? Um, I do really like under nine if it's that's the only thing that's available. I do still like it. My raw projection for them is eight and a half, and I still think that's actually pretty generous. Uh, Tennessee really outperformed expectations last year. They went over in Heupel's first year, and there has been a correction in the market to account for that. The problem is, is that the guts of what made Tennessee really good and what made that season special, as Nick alluded to, are not there anymore. And yet the expectations have actually been heightened versus last year. The win total last year was eight, and they went over. And now it's nine, new quarterback, Hyatt gone, still playing Georgia and Alabama. That's really tough. Like, it, it's the georgia and alabama games if you just go by like the, the look ahead markets I, like i said are in play as potential tennessee wins like more often than you would think and uh and i just i really disagree with that i still think there's a massive difference between those two teams in tennessee more than these markets indicate and i think that's yeah i mean both these markets and kind of what i'm saying are the same thing which is this is all a big overreaction to last year for Tennessee. That's honestly what I think. They can still be very good. I mean, eight and a half is a good season for Tennessee. Again, the last time before last year, the last time Tennessee won 10 regular season games or more was 2003. That's the last time. Like, this isn't, like, I understand, like, you really want to be back. And maybe you're back and Hypel's awesome. But, like, can you transition from quarterbacks and, like, be consistent before I believe that it's possible? It's just, it was a really special season. They were awesome. They were so fun. They could have had the Heisman Trophy winner if he didn't get hurt. And, like, as I said in the Lockman segment, it's, like, insulting to how special that season was that now the expectation is they just have to do it again or it's a failure. or you And, and you have to do it again or you lose money if you bet the over. Like, ten, they have to win 10 for you to win your bet. Are you kidding? They have to do that again? Uh, just seems really unlikely. So if you couldn't figure it out, I like the under on them. You can try to wait till nine and a half. Um, but if you if you if it never happens and nine like even money or nine plus is all we have, uh, I do really like under on that. I like how you said the guts of the team are not there anymore, which makes me want to ask you this question, Ken. Do 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 you have it? <laughs> the uh, aggro crag, right? Is that what it was called? Yes, the aggro crag. Let's go to Mo for the results. Mo, oh, coming man. in first. All right, shout out to Mo and uh, Michael Malley. Uh, you better you bet with Nick and Ken. Uh, one more team to hit, SEC 8 Buckets, and we will turn our attention tomorrow to the Atlantic Coast Conference. Ken, we don't have to draw a team out of the bucket. We know that team. That team is Jimbo Fisher and Texas A&M. Win total for the Aggies is 8 at BetMGM. Juiced minus 140 to the over, under at plus 120. Texas a I I'm going to start using Mike Brown's schedule because it has the neutral notes, and it also, like, it looks really awesome. It's a great job by our crew. Uh, Mike Brown, Sean, and company. It really does look awesome. Sean, huh? Uh, September 2nd, Texas A&M opens the season against New Mexico. Uh, yeah, look ahead market for this, or market that's open on the game, rather, is 38 and a half, and uh, I'm really close. I'm like 37 and a half. I, I'm fascinated as to what the point spread will be for this game. September 9th, A&M at Miami. Looked around for a look ahead a little bit. I think it might be in the game of the year that a couple Vegas places are offering. Um, so I'm just kind of like going by my number here, uh, have A&M favored by a little more than a field goal in the game. Uh, four is my number in the market with them on the road at Miami. Uh, and like spoiler alert, I actually, I don't even know if crystal ball is a great coach. His record would tell you he's not really good recruiter. They have, I actually think there's like an outside shot. Miami is awesome this year. Not like good, like awesome, not playoff, but like, you know, 
like awesome would be like 10 wins for them that'd be really good and they would have to win this game probably for that to be the case um well i bet them in week one laying 16 and a half against miami of ohio i move the number at 17 now mm. one of those statements is true it's not i bet them september 16th a&m hosting louisiana monroe uh a&m by like 35 and a half uh september 23rd um a&m hosts auburn a&M by a little more than a touchdown. That's a really tricky game if A&M is like as underachieving as they've been recently. Because um, like Q Freeze wins games like that a lot. That would be very depressing for A&M fans. But for now, uh, A&M by more than a touchdown. Would you rather have Jimbo Fisher's contract and win seven games a year, or make like half as much but win national titles, or be in the playoffs? I'd rather have. I'd rather have the. Well, I can say I'd rather have the money because I've never coached. But like, if you are a coach you probably would take the national titles because you're so obsessed with everything. I'll take the money. But, like, I get, I get why coaches would actually not say that. I, I, I was thinking, like, if any other job, I, 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 I basically, this is a long way. I, I'm all about the money is basically what I was going to say. I, I want the money in all these instances. September well, 30th, neutral site. Yes. Outrageous. Uh, yeah. September 30th, neutral site game, A&M in Arkansas. Yeah, um, less than a touchdown right now with AM favored, uh, like four and a half ish in the game. So uh, still goes in the toss up bucket. Uh, October 7th, uh, always fun when these two coaches for new pleasantries, Jimbo and Saban. AM hosts Bama. Yeah, I do, do, I, do I really not have a look ahead for this game? There really isn't one that I could find that's unbelievable uh, for a game of this magnitude. I guess because AM was so bad last year. Uh, my number with again, AM hosting the game, uh, Alabama by about 10. Uh, October 14th, A&M at Tennessee. Uh, this is going to be, we just did this with Tennessee, probably about Tennessee by a touchdown for right now. Uh, A&M idle on October 21st. They come out of being idle on October 28th and host the Gamecocks. Probably about double digits, 10, 10 and a half, less than two touchdowns. November 4th, A&M at Ole Miss. Feels like a big time toss up game where lots of crazy stuff is going to happen. Uh, for now, uh, Ole Miss by about a field goal at home. November 11th, A&M hosts Mississippi State. Uh, A&M by more than a touchdown. I have a feeling when we get to that game, because of how I think both teams might play, probably more than that. I, I just I just love the fact that like good college football teams like never play on the road. Like every game's at home, it seems like. November 18th. Well, SEC especially. And, re and remember, like that's normally you're right. Like there are some years where like uh because actually this is one of those years a m loses a road conference game because they play the neutral against arkansas so like they only have three road conference games this year three and they uh, play at my november november 18th a m hosts abilene christian yeah win yeah uh looking to get revenge by the way for for texas getting knocked out of the tournament a couple of years ago it doesn't make sense but whatever i just want to mention that november 25th uh the season finale a m on the road at lsu yeah, LSU right now, double digits, a little less than two touchdowns, something in that neighborhood. Um, so very likely LSU win. But as we know, that game can get pretty crazy. Win total of eight for the Aggies, over minus 140, under plus 120. Any bets for A&M to wrap up the SEC? Yeah, I mean, if the eight and a halfs were obviously not juiced into oblivion on the under, like crazy, um, then that would be a bet, but it's never going to come back. Uh, so we're probably about right. I'm about eight a little more than eight on their projection. Uh, it's going to be the same exact handicap forever, which is like, can the insane recruiting classes actually manifest themselves into like on-field performance and development of talent? I know they're transfer portal stuff also, um, two incredibly underachieving seasons. So you're getting a little bit of a break on the price. Jimbo Fisher last two years, nine and a half win total, nine win total. Now we're eight, eight and a half. 
is this the right expectation? Are we still on the way down? We don't really know the answer. We can do a little bit more on this after the break. <laughs> 